Social Ventures Australia brings you this podcast from the SVA Quarterly, the leading management publication for the social sector in Australia. This podcast, The Value of a Peer-Operated Service, is based on an original article from the SVA Quarterly. SVA's analysis of a peer-operated mental health service reveals just how and why this approach is so valuable to those accessing the service and the local mental health system which benefits from their recovery. Here we share those insights. Peer support in the mental health sector is the help and support that peers, people with a lived experience of mental health issues, are able to give one another. A peer worker is employed on the basis that they bring their lived experience to the workplace to assist other peers in their recovery journey. While the prevalence of peer workers in Australian mental health services has grown slowly over the last 20 years, there have been limited evaluations of the impact of the peer workforce. Also, there are few services that are 100% peer operated, meaning the service is run by the peer workers and peer volunteers. This article shares key insights from a Social Return on Investment, SROI, analysis of a 100% peer-operated service run by Flourish Australia, previously Richmond PRA, in Harvey Bay, Queensland. SVA used the SROI analysis to demonstrate where the main value is created and to highlight the key features of the service that create the value. These insights may be useful for organisations seeking to expand, or replicate a peer-operated service, or for those looking to gain a deeper understanding of this effective form of support. Harvey Bay Peer-Operated Service. Flourish Australia is a provider of mental health services in New South Wales and Queensland, and a leading advocate for and employer of peer workers. The peer-operated service, referred to in short as the POS, in Harvey Bay started in 2011 initially as a pilot funded by the Queensland Government. Queensland Health continues to fund the POS. The community-based service provides recovery-oriented support to adults with a mental health issue. Being 100% peer-operated, the service is run by the peer workers and volunteers, all of whom have a lived experience of a mental health issue. They also consult with and involve the peers who use the service about its ongoing operation. One of the fundamental principles of the service, explains Pamela Rutledge, CEO at Flourish Australia, is that peers can effectively support others with lived experience of a mental health issue and, as a result, can reduce the need to access the local health system's clinical services, thereby helping prevent or shorten hospitalisation, reducing pressure on those services. Crucially, the POS uses a model of Intentional Peer Support, or IPS. This model is based on the principles of respect, shared responsibility, mutuality, and reciprocity. For the workers and volunteers, being intentional means having a clear purpose when they communicate and support a peer, especially when sharing their own experiences. As Evan Fulton, Flourish Australia's POS manager, says, We're very honest and transparent about the model. It helps us to have healthy peer relationships with clear boundaries. Peers understand that we're here to intentionally support them to move towards something better. Complementing the IPS is Flourish Australia's broader Recovery Action Framework, which outlines three vital behaviours for workers to engage in recovery conversations and reflective practice and to use strengths-based language. 
A common approach and language provides a good foundation consistent with our commitment to peer work and peer-operated services, says Rutledge. It means we're led by the people who access our services in terms of what they need in order to pursue their recovery goals and how we support them to do that. The Harvey Bay POS has three aspects. Resource Centre, a house in Harvey Bay accessible from 9am to 5pm, Monday to Friday where people can access one-to-one support or group activities or simply drop in anytime. Warmline, a dedicated phone line, open office hours, after hours and at weekends, accessible to everyone, but not a crisis support line. Rest and Recovery House, a three bedroom house where people can take time out from their existing living arrangements to invest in self-care practices and develop new strategies and or perspectives on current circumstances. Flourish Australia commissioned SVA to conduct an SROI analysis to understand, measure and value the social and economic changes generated through the POS. As we're very committed to the contribution that peer workers have to mental health services, says Rutledge, we wanted to know the social and economic value of the service and what impact it has on other services locally, including the public mental health service. Having an idea of the social and economic value of a program enables us to talk to funders and government about the impact the program has for the investment made. Flourish Australia was also keen to learn the SRI principles and methodology and consider their application to other areas of the organisation. Rutledge says, We wanted to build our own skills in SROI and in developing program logic models so that we could develop them for other programs. It is part of our service co-development and co-design as well as building the evidence base. Evaluation Overview The SROI analysis assessed the outcomes created in 2014 when 141 peers used the service. It identified that the POS delivered an SROI ratio of 3.27. That is, for every $1 invested, approximately $3.27 of social and economic value was created for stakeholders. Investment in the POS in 2014 was $651,000, 88% of this was cash, and 12% in-kind, and the return was $2.28 million. The largest portion of value created by the service accrued perhaps unsurprisingly to the peers themselves, 67%. Peer workers accrued 5% value and peer volunteers 2% of the value. However, the second largest portion of value, the 26%, was found for Wide Bay Mental Health, Alcohol and Other Drug Service part of the local hospital and health services based in nearby Maryborough. As a result of the recovery that the peers experienced, there was less pressure on these local services, specifically lower hospital admissions and readmissions and shorter lengths of stay during admissions. Glenn Adamson, team leader of Harvey Bay Community Health, when the SROI analysis was conducted, says, people that had been long-time Wide Bay mental health users were coming through the hospital and health service less often and staying for less time. We were able to discharge people earlier because of the support they received from the POS. We found that we'd get people to a certain point in their recovery, but they'd plateau out. POS would take them to the next level. They'd get their confidence back and start looking for work and be involved in the community. Knowing that they had support and that other people had been through similar experiences would help them step up.
value for peers accessing the service. Of the value the peers experienced, the highest valued outcomes were from developing a larger and more diverse social network, known as social recovery, and from developing hope, self-determination and identity, known as personal recovery, valued at 36 and 33% respectively. The ability to live independently, to work and or reduce reliance on long-held supports, known as functional recovery, and control over management of symptoms, known as clinical recovery, were valued at 16 and 15% respectively. However, these changes were partially attributed to other services. Insights as to what creates the value. There are a number of insights about what contributes to the value created that relate to the nature of the service and the cohort accessing the service. Number one, 100% peer operated helps break down barriers and build relationships. That the service is 100% peer operated is crucial for peers who said that this was why it worked. A shared experience of a mental health challenge quickly helps to build relationships. As Fulton explains, Knowing it's 100% peer-operated really helps to break down barriers and establish connection very quickly and very easily in the peer relationship. I have seen people's body language instantly change and their curiosity peaked when explaining or sharing the peer-operated nature of the service. Fulton acknowledges that this doesn't automatically guarantee success in terms of achieving outcomes. However, it's a great connector and contributes to a sense of trust and feeling of acceptance, he says. Peers also appreciate that they are asked what they want rather than told what they need. One of the peers said, It is good to have a peer to relate to. These guys understand at a deeper level. Another part of the philosophy of a 100% peer-operated service is to consult with and involve those who use the service about its ongoing operation. This embodies the values of the IPS of respect, shared responsibility and mutuality. Number two, peer workers and volunteers are a source of inspiration. To see other peers doing well in jobs or on a pathway to employment is motivating and offers hope. Peer workers and volunteers are powerful role models of what a future can look like to other people who might otherwise struggle to engage with a service of any kind. As one peer worker put it, the freedom to use my lived experience in a purposeful way to support people accessing the service ensures that I can role model, that recovery is absolutely possible. The peer workers and volunteers are inspired by their work and feel it as vocational. Supporting people on their recovery journey gives a tremendous sense of purpose. Peers respond to this passion and motivation for their recovery, which ultimately contributes to positive outcomes. One peer said, Peer workers do this job because their hearts are in it, not because of a paycheck. While another said, I aspire to become a peer worker and help other people who are going through what I have. As a result of the IPS model, peer workers endeavour to use every interaction as an opportunity to support a peer towards recovery. As one peer worker described it, although a person I am supporting and I may share some difficult experiences, I always ensure that the conversation and way forward is positive and within keeping of the person's personal recovery plan. We always finish our conversations with hope. Number three, proactive nature of the support. 
Peer workers and volunteers actively check in, generally by phone call, if someone hasn't been seen at the centre for a while, to see if they are doing okay or not okay. This has a big impact on building trust between the workers and peers. Number four, resource centre environment. Another important aspect of the service is the resource centre environment. As a normal house, it provides a more informal space to meet compared with other services that people use. No appointments are needed. People are encouraged to drop by whenever they want. One of the peers said, the house is very important. It is safe and always accessible. Number five, peers' maturity and experience within the mental health system. The majority of the group that access the service are reasonably mature, with a medium age of 44, and also predominantly have a severe and persistent mental health issue. As a result, they have both a long experience of living with a mental health issue and of engaging with the mental health system. Because of their experience and reflection over the years, peers have a wealth of insights to share with each other. They also have experience of numerous other services which haven't supported them as the POS does, which makes them more willing to engage with the service. One peer said, this has given me a glimmer of hope again. I have tried everything else and was starting to give up. Number six, peers are willing to interact and reciprocate support to each other. Within the 100% peer operated environment, socialising between peers happens more quickly. Peers also appear to be influenced by the culture of recovery-oriented support, which encourages them to reciprocate support. Fulton explains, We're open and transparent about the intentional peer support model, so it is picked up on by others. This helps to create a positive, strength-based language in peers which assists everyone to move forward. Peers enjoy the fulfilment that supporting another brings. One peer said, Helping peers gives me a sense of purpose and achievement. Number seven, greater engagement created improved outcomes. The SROI analysis broke the cohort down into five groups based on the types of services they accessed and the outcomes they experienced. Not surprisingly, the greatest change and therefore the greatest value was derived by the groups that engaged most intensely with the service. For some, the key to the service's success in their lives was sticking with this. Other insights relates to the benefit for the surrounding system and community. Number one, the POS complements services provided by other non-government organisations. The POS benefits support workers provided by other non-government organisations. By helping peers to progress on their recovery journey and gain more independence, the POS enables support workers to work with more people. One partner service provider said, self-worth and confidence grows at the peer-operated service, which means our support level can decrease. Number two, the POS has had an impact on the understanding and acceptance of peer workers and of mental health issues. The local Wide Bay Hospital and Health Service has increased the use of peer workers in its own mental health programs, in part having seen the success of the Harvey Bay POS. For example, a continuing care unit, CCU, set up in Bundaberg in 2015, provides a mix of clinician and peer worker support to people transitioning back into the community after hospital stays. 
The local mental health unit also now employs peer support workers employed by the Queensland Government. Adamson says, I believe that these peer support services are the new evolution of psychiatry and although they are a new concept to mainstream treatment, they will be the norm in the future. He also says, it's going to take a lot of acceptance from the mainstream, but I expect that peer support services will become fully integrated into the mental health services as we see the outcomes from it. As POS manager, Fulton works closely with the region's community sector and as a result of the POS's work, sees more awareness, acceptance and acknowledgement of mental health issues. He says, there's definitely less negative attitudes towards people with mental health challenges in the local area. Results of the POS evaluation. For Rutledge, the evaluation has provided the evidence that totally peer-based approaches are acceptable and effective. She says, it's evidence that people see value in a peer-operated service. It's making a difference not only to people with lived experience who are keen to access the services, but to how partner organisations and the local health service operate. They see the progress in people's recovery and how that can free up their resources to support more people. Also, the SROI analysis provided Flourish Australia with more granularity about the peer cohort. Rutledge says, we've got a better understanding of the different people who access the service, their different needs, and what they're getting from the service. For example, some people have intense engagement and sustained outcomes, others engage irregularly. People come and go for lots of different reasons. It's given us a better idea of who is there and how you might best engage with those people and support them. For Fulton, the evaluation has reaffirmed that the POS team is on the right track. He says, it hasn't changed what we do on the front line, but has reassured us that we're working towards a really healthy resource centre. He is also delighted by the remarks from peers about the support they receive from each other. He says, they're not just relying on peer workers. We're creating a welcoming, non-judgmental culture in which people are able to form relationships, check in with each other, and offer as much support at times as we, the peer workers, do. Summary. Flourish Australia believes that peer-operated services have a lot to offer in supporting people to achieve their recovery goals and in strengthening local health systems across the country. Rutledge says, the evidence on the value of peer work is growing every day, that people feel motivated, they use acute services less, and they have much more to hope for their future. She also says, there's something else that happens in the relationships with a peer who's had that experience and can use it purposefully. Since the evaluation, the organisation has been sharing the results of the SROI analysis and the success of the POS with the sector more broadly. Rutledge says, this is an important contribution to program evaluation in mental health. We'll be happy to establish more peer-operated services to share the benefits when the opportunity arises. For more information about the evaluation, contact Anders Utrich on a-U-E-C-H-T-R-I-T-Z at socialventures.com.au Related podcasts and articles can be found on the SVA quarterly site 
www.socialventures.com.au forward slash sba hyphen quarterly forward slash.